a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day guys, Gordon Tallis, Elliot Lovejoy here on Footy Talk today. The Warriors and the Cowboys. If you're a fan of either of those sides, can you dare to dream towards the back uh, end of the season? Yeah, I think they can. And Shush, though, I think it's really important what he does off the field. Mm-hmm. And I've got a theory on the judiciary. Tune in. Welcome to your Wednesday app of Footy Talk. Gordon Tallis, Elliot Lovejoy. Some very strange moves at Manly. We'll get to shortly, Gordy. But last night, one of the, honestly, a marathon judiciary yeah. hearing with Reese Walsh. I think it was over four and a half hours they were all in there. Some of the live tweeting was outstanding. Shout out to Delissa App. So I think had seven Big Macs after she was done there. She was there the entire night. But at the end of it, Reese is going to miss Origin 2. He's missing three games total, including Club Footy 2. The big question is now who comes in for him in State of Origin? Billy Slater, captain coach. Right. Well, no. Mate, he probably still could, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, um, oh, you don't have to say AJ Brimson. You know, like okay. you're like there's talk of moving Hamaso Tabio Fido, but mm. I think he's done an amazing job in the centres. I think he's just been outstanding there and we're going to weaken a spot. Uh, there's talk of Carl and Ponga getting a phone call back, but he has already said he wanted to, yep. you know, step down from this Origin series um, and concentrate on Newcastle and – with his coach under the pump and his press conference through the week, I mm-hmm. think that's probably more likely to happen. And AJ Brimson was 18th man in the second game. So to me, it's logic. But Billy Slater, as we've watched with game one and two, is his own man. He'd have a plan and yeah. whoever fits that plan will get the nod. But I would be leaning towards AJ. Uh, AJ's been there before. I suppose that the only concern with AJ is, is he's had a wretched run with his hamstrings, he's put together a good month of footy. Yeah. From, from Titans HQ, is he pretty much back to where he wants to be physically? Uh, I think he is, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I think mate, once you get a month under your belt, you yeah. get your conditioning back and all the niggles are sort of gone. I think, yeah, look, there's no doubt everybody playing in the NRL, if you've played, you know, four or five games, you're playing with a niggle every week. Yeah. So um, you're never going to be fully 100%, yeah. but I, I think he must be close back to it. Well, I mean, you look at Kieran Foran, who's playing with 17 injuries and one leg at any time. So straight swap for him in there. Flegler uh, is the other one. It looks like he'll be out of origin three for Queensland with the injury. The big freckle, does he get his go? Corey Horsburgh. He could. Yeah. You know, what a perfect way to make you debut. There's no such thing. You know, like I said dead rubber years ago, 20 years ago, but Mm -hmm. now I realize an origin match is an origin match. You know, it's it's so important to both states. So they can, yeah, I think they can blood him. You know, I think that, you know, that he can get a chance there or, you know, there might be someone that's been overlooked. But, yeah, there's no doubt that he would certainly come into contention and uh, he's been around the squad. So that's yep. another AJ Brimson and a Billy. But I'd have no problem throwing him in, you know, to game three when, you know, the series is already wrapped up and see how he goes. Just back to Reese Walsh quickly. Uh, a lot of people are pretty quick to condemn him online and, and you know, he's been found guilty of, of what he said. Whether well, I don't think he was, right? Okay, but, but he's been found guilty. So yes. We well, it was four that. hours, right? So, four and a half, okay. yeah. <laughs> right, see, so like then let's look into that, right? So right. if it was guilty and a ref said, yes, he directed at me, yep. that takes 30 seconds. If the referee goes, he called me that, yep. like Bill Harrigan, Gordon Tallis called me that, he straight off. To sit there for four and a half hours, I don't reckon they were 100% clear mm. that he did. 
I think they're making a stance for the game, which I totally agree with everything, right? And are you allowed to talk like that? But we got to stay consistent now. The worst thing is if someone swears around a referee yep. and those words are used, does he get three weeks and miss like a state of origin, which would all come into calculation? That's a good point. So Luai pushes someone, he gets a fine. Someone says words, I don't reckon they can 100% because four and a half hours mm-hmm. say that it was directed at the ref. Looking at it, I reckon with the banter, which was quite funny to read, it was it was actually yeah. it was actually really funny to read. I don't think that they are one hundred percent certain that he directed it at the referee because his reaction straight away, yeah. sir, I wasn't talking like that. If you're shitty with someone, you hold that grudge. Like you go, you know, like yeah. you're still going, but he didn't. He runs straight up to him and he goes, "I was talking to him." Unless he's that quick between the ears, which if you've lost. Your marbles calling someone. You're not yeah. that quick between the ears. There, there's a couple of great moments of theatre. In my well, well, I'm not. <laughs> a couple of great moments of theatre uh, in the judiciary last night. Number one was Dave Fafita coming on as essentially a character witness. He was there, obviously, for the Titans. Uh, and he even said during the hearing, he said, look, I'm so used to being the bad guy in these. It's very weird to be giving evidence <laughs> to someone else. But but the best part of it, I reckon the legend of Paddy Harrigan grows is probably the most likable bloke in the game, certainly top five. Because he was recounting what was said. And he's saying F and C, but he's just saying it like that. And the judiciary had to stop him saying, Pat, it's okay. You're allowed to swear, mate. You can recount what happened. Say, okay, no problem. So uh, certainly but, along here, I know the Broncos missed their flight home because it went so long as well. But yeah. uh, Tristan Sally, you would think, comes into them for the next yeah. couple of games and he certainly won't let them down. But I'd change the rules, right? Because just hear me out on this, like trial by media yeah. type of thing, right? We've all seen, you know, hip drop and I – and is that Cronulla and, you know, Dale – Dale Finucane, like, you know, say six or eight, eight weeks ago, I hip drop. I said, no. Some people say, yeah, we can't have it in the game. So then if it's on a Thursday night mm-hmm. and it's on Thursday night, you've got Andrew Johns and that doing it on Channel 9. You've got the Fox boys doing it. Then Friday, it's in the commentary. It's on these shows. Yep. Saturday, it's on our scrum. Sunday, it's on the sin bin. You can't help if you're on the judiciary process. You hear the noise? To hear the noise. Yeah. Right? And people go, oh, no, 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 well, we're professional. Well, I'll throw this scenario at you. I'm not a real cricketer, but if I'm standing at the MCG on the Boxing Day test mm. and Matthew Hayden and Andrew Simons are batting and they get hit on the pads, 60% chance he's out and 40% chance he's not, and I'm a Queenslander and I'm an Aussie, what do you reckon I'm giving him? Yeah. What do you reckon I'm giving not him? Not out. So that's just human nature that mm. I'm a Queenslander. I've got two of my favourite cricketers mm. there. I'm at, you know, Australia are playing you know, the ashes or whatever against... Also, Justin Langer was an absolute lunatic. There's no way I'd ever give him out. I would not want the wrath of that. There you go. Yeah. So, so I just think maybe, maybe in the future, if something does, and I know it fills our papers, I know it fills our shows, yep. I know that, but we aren't the tribunal. And I think for the players to get a fair case, whether he's innocent or not, mm-hmm. I would like that we probably can't talk about it. You know what I mean? Because I actually still believe that it could have been directed as a player. Should he have got a fine for swearing and using it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Should he have got maybe a week? But the mystery when I don't think they're 100% yep. black and white in concrete that he did direct it at the referee, I think it's a bit harsher. Maybe, you know, with the commentary around it, mm. probably added to it. Tough few weeks to the Broncos. Um, Jordan Ricky is yeah, going to no, be out for a long period mate, of time. I don't too, like that noise. I, I think they're a totally different side than everybody goes, oh, this is where they collapsed last year. Yep. Well, they didn't have Reese Walsh. They yep. weren't playing this well. They haven't. 
won the games that they did last year. Mm. Like this is a totally different footy side. Maybe this, maybe the games that they did win last year weren't against the quality of the opposition that they've gone against this year. Yeah, I think they've worked really hard for it. So watch this space. Mm. Um, it could happen because it can happen to everybody. Like El Man Dobbo wrote Parramatta off. They had to go play reserve grade. You know. Eight weeks ago, and look, have a look at their last month or five yeah. weeks of footy. So, things can turn in circles really quick in our game. But uh, I think uh, Brisbane, if they get through this period, say the next month, yeah. and they get through Origin, I think they got one more buy or two more buys. Two more buys left. They yeah. got two more buys left. Yeah. So, it's fair to say if they get healthy around the final series, you know, they'll be there. All right. Well, on Parramatta, Dejan Arcee has done an unbelievable job slotting into the six and just letting Moses and Gutho do their things. A six experiment that hasn't necessarily worked is Josh Schuster at Manly. Uh, he's he's just re-signed a three-year deal, $2.4 million. Now, it looks like what's going to happen is Luke Brooks will play six for him uh, next season and Josh, who played in the back row to start his career at Manly, will go back there. M- my question would be, Gordy, watching him in the halves, one of the biggest... I suppose knocks on him is his commitment to defence. Now, that's going to have to go up tenfold for him to move back to an edge, would it not? Well, I really like him. The things that he does on the field is only what Josh Schuster can do. He's, yeah. he's, 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 a, he's an unbelievable ball player, one of the best ball players. He's got this, you know, I wish he'd look when he passes the ball, but, mm-hmm. but that's cool these days. I don't know what they've watched, but you've probably got more chance of hitting your target if you're looking, and the pass beats him anyway. He's got to find out who he wants to be. So he had a handshake deal that I want to play 5-8. Yep. And I watched him play against Newcastle and his first 20 minutes was outstanding. He kicked to the corner, those box kicks. He had control of it. And then for the next 50 minutes, it was nothing. And then he puts a chip kick in, they get it, and Dom Young scores and puts it out of reach when he started chasing points. But for 50 minutes, when you need the game management, where you always got to be focused, and that comes down to being fit, being one of the fittest guys on the field. So don't think that these halfbacks, aren't the fittest guys on the field and work the hardest. Yeah. You know, just because they're little pretty boys. But Nathan Cleary, they say no one works harder. You know, you look at Daly Cherry Evans. He never not turns up for any assignment. So because they got to make decisions under fatigue, that they got to be fitter than everybody else so fatigue mm. doesn't come into their decision-making. And I think Schuster's got – like he, he didn't go to the World Cup to give himself the best chance of making it. So he's got a lot of hard work to do. And it's not on the footy field, it's off it. I think his biggest challenge for him to, you know, to be the $800,000 player is what he does off the field. Are you and talking that's with diet? Well, well, that's with diet. Physically, yes, but do you think mentally as well? Yeah, every, well, the physical part comes because you've got to be mentally yeah. tough. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, yeah. You've got to get up and put your shoes on. And the hardest distance for me now that I'm retired is to the front gate. Yeah. But once you get out the front gate and go for a run, well, it's fine. Mm. So the hardest thing for him is actually touching a line, pushing and doing extras. And you're not going to get – he's not going to get to where he's going to get to without the extras, was, without discipline off the field with, with like what you put in, you know, because he does carry weight. So how can you put on that much weight? Yeah. And – Well, I know. I mean, I go to holidays for five days. I put on 10 kilos. So I yeah, certainly right? know how you can so, do it. Yep. Yeah, right? So it's – Eating whatever you yep. want, doing it, and you and I beat fuel. Yeah. You know, when you're having yep. a great time and stuff Absolutely. in the face. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not paid. Yeah, and and well, I, you are paid pretty well. And I'm a strong believer. Yeah. that you're not paid to play footy. You're paid to get yourself in a in tip top shape to yep. make sure that you give your teammates and you the best chance. So that's the space that Schuster's got to be in. And if he is, we're going to be sitting here. Mm-hmm. Not what they're going to face because we haven't begged him. We just said what he's got to do to get it right. And if yep. he and if he takes it as a begging, well. That's good. 
he's got to turn his attitude around. I, I did see quite a few Manly fans that were not particularly happy about the news of signings this week, which kind of shot me. And I'd love to get your thoughts, especially. I look- watched one of the podcasts where, they, where they're all Manly boys and they just got up and walked out. Oh, the Hello Sports boys. Yeah. <laughs> lunatics. Absolute lunatics. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah. when they signed Luke yeah. Brooks, they just. They just couldn't talk. <laughs> but, but see, I don't understand that because anyone that's watched, especially Luke's last month of footy, when he's literally been encouraged to do exactly that, run the ball and hey, essentially Tommy. plays the ball running seven or he'll be playing as a six, I, I genuinely think it's an exciting signing for him. Well, they don't. But know. why? Would you have been excited when he when he was going to Newcastle? If he was playing six, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's his best spot where clear the head noise, doesn't have to control the game, Ches will do that, and he's yeah. literally run yeah. the ball, mate. Mate, Luke Brooks in the last month's been outstanding. Yeah. For the Tigers, so yeah, mate. There's no doubt there's there's that ability in there, and whether it was just the Tigers, whether you know something was happening, a bit of yeah. Superman and the Kryptonite thing. But let's it's a fresh start yeah. um, with someone like Daly Cherry Evans and passing the ball to Tommy. Mm. I think Tommy's made a lot of people look really good, and then Schuster will will probably play on that left edge as well. Yeah. So so like then he just hitting Schuster early or or like running or whatever. It's mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's a lethal combination. All right. Well, we'll take a break on Footy if it Talk. Works. Uh, coming up after this, the Warriors probably haven't got the love they deserve for what they've achieved this year. Yeah, they're sitting pretty in the eight. Are they a genuine top four, even premiership threat? We'll come back with more after this. Welcome back to Footy Talk with Gordon Tallis and Elliot Lovejoy. Gordy, the New Zealand Warriors, uh, I think, may be similar to the Broncos in a different capacity. Everyone's waiting for them to to fall down. They're showing no signs of that. Andrew Webster, their coach, I think deserves every bit of love in the world because how he's managed to get the best out of every single player that's come to that club that was already there before. And they got a couple of good signings through the off-season as well. Yeah. And, And... and Nathan Brown was sort of helping with that roster yep. and he bought a couple of hard-nosed guys and you just see the way they're playing. But certainly it all goes to Andrew Webster. Like the style of footy they're playing, I think they're in the top three, I think, for completion rates. Yep. And defensively, I think they're in the top three as well. Yep. So that's a massive turnaround for any Warriors side that has played in the history that I've been mm-hmm. following. They've always had the physicality. They've always had the skill level, the offload. Uh, they've always been front runners. They've always been able to blow sides off the park. Yep. But what we call, which is a buzzword, is the long game. Is just getting in an arm wrestle, going set for set, set for set, set for set, and earning your points instead of yep. always trying like the you know, like the trick play sort of warriors. Um, it's been outstanding. Are they the real deal? I was talking to um, a couple of boys that do this podcast here on Tuesday. Uh, they were in at Fox um, in Woodsy and and my, they said and uh, Wade Graham. They said they are the real deal. When you play against them, it is a tough, it is a grinding sort of game, mm-hmm. and they do take you to the end. And um, I said, so it's not a mistake. They said, no, the Warriors are the real deal. So to have players playing against them, that's so. There's the case. So when you play against the Warriors, they they certainly do believe that they're going to play finals, and they say that they'd be in the best six teams that they've played all year. So that's a that's a pretty good armor, isn't it? Really, going into the end of the season. I mean, maybe a smoky, but but Sean Johnson. Mm. Form of his life. It's been outstanding watching him. Go a step further. Does he win the Dalian medal this year? He'd have to be close. Well, they'd have to be really strong in the back end of the season. Well, they've been strong for 17 rounds. Yeah, where was he when closing? He was in behind, the top three. And, uh, and Payne Haas was the one. The, when the points went behind closed doors. So Payne Haas, so Payne Haas has been a little quieter. Yep. Johnson, they've they've been ticking along. You think if they win, yep. he's going to, yeah. Do you know what? 
You could be right. I know it's a You te- could be onto something, Ali. For once in my life. I know it's a team game, but in terms of individual accolades, if he was to win the Daly M from... It'd be an amazing yeah. turnaround. And like a couple of games that we've caught on the M's here, like they put a kick in and it's, and I don't want to say it's un, it's un Johnson like but mm. he's the kick chase, yep. smashing the guy, trying to put him back in the in goal. That's not... That's never been his part of the game. He's... Yep. His part of the game is the flashy play, always trying to come up with the big play. Yeah, that's the long game. That's just the kick long, kick chase, kick long, kick chase, and the rest will come. I think he's been, I think it's been his best season by far. Yep. Not for the highlights reel, from a team point of view, from Sean Johnson being a team man that you go, oh wow, that's amazing. But he does it every six weeks, every single play he's been in there for you. Well, and he also. To his credit, even further, he he hasn't had a lot of stability in the halves because Tamare Martin, who was in outstanding form, had yeah. that leg break. Uh, Volkman came in for a couple yeah. of games, and then young Luke Metcalf, who could be anything, he's a gun. Yeah. He's in there too, and and Johnson's stayed consistent throughout it. The other name I wanted to throw at you, Mister Consistent, one of the most I think underrated, underappreciated stars in the game, Tohu Harris. What he yeah. brings to that side on and off the field, unbelievable. Well, I remember it was a game where he was out because he hurt his knee or whatever, and they just came and they just got the job done. He's he is so professional. He's he's their bread and butter. He's their glue. And when the Warriors have gone yep. on to be that guy, they've had a you know Ruben Wiki, Stephen Price, a Kevin Campion, yep. a Michael Luck, that guy in the middle that just does all the little things and just holds them all accountable. Mm-hmm. And he's that guy. That's that's for sure. And I love Lionel Richie on the wing. Yes. Soul glow, mate. Dallin's I love him. Going well. Dallin, is, Dallin, it's so, the best head of hair in rugby oh, league. Man. Yeah, by a long it, way. Like like all night long. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Michael Luck, uh, because he's the head of footy at the Cowboys. Now, there was something not quite clicking, probably pre-origin. However, the last few weeks, you look at the Cowboys' wins on paper, uh, where they've beaten the Panthers, they've beaten South, they demolished the Storm as well. That's in three weeks they've yeah. managed to do that. Yeah. A phone call I know from Billy Slater to Jeremiah Nanate has gotten the best out of him since then. He has been electric. But little things like drinky, looks like he's got his confidence back. Yeah, well, sometimes when it comes to origin, it can take your energy, but those yep. guys were all mm. probably on the fringe yep. of retaining their spot. So I think it's actually given them a bit of a boost. I think it's given them a little bit of a kick up the butt. Yep. And there's no doubt what they achieved last year, no one saw it coming, right? So... No, not even the great Phil Gould or anybody saw that these guys were all going to go, you know, finish third, you know, play state of origin, go on tours and come back. So that's a lot to digest for a young guy. They probably all got upgrades. Yep. So you tick all those boxes, you might be sitting around on Christmas Day thinking that you've made it. You know, you mightn't mm. be as hungry as what you were the year before. So it's taken a while and, but you it's know. Cl- it's clicked back in. Yeah, but that comes down because the year before they had that, Amazing preseason, right? Yeah. So they've taken a bit longer um, with the work that they could get under their belts, and now it's it's. I'm not saying that they meant to do it this way, but the timing could be right for the Cowboys. Scott Drinkwater, while we're on him, there, there's a lot of, uh, in particular, Sydney papers that were writing about the letting the hammer go. Some people quote it as the worst NRL backroom decision in the competition last year. Well, but, it is because of the way he's playing. Yeah, but can we also say Scott Drinkwater last year, I think was third or fourth in Dally M yeah. voting. Mate, oh. I get it. Mate, I get it. But it's just one of those things yeah. like, hey, mate, you got to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. You have to take the good with the bad. 
the Broncos are still, oh, how do they let Cameron Smith drive past them? How do they let yeah. Cooper Cronk drive past them? How come nobody wanted Jonathan Thurston? How, mm. how come Billy Slater was in his file, drove past the Cowboys <laughs> to drive past? So you do, yeah. everybody gets told on all their misses. And to have Tabuai Fado there, to be in his system, yep. to watch him at the nines, to do that and not see the potential, mm. you know what I mean? And maybe no one saw it. But I don't know if it was about not seeing potential. It was it was Drinky's playing so well. So how do you punt him when they yeah, and they, they said Hammer you can play in the centres, but he had an opportunity to play fullback. Full credit to him. He went down and he well, made the, a good fist of it. Okay, so yeah, that's right. So their decision's right on yeah. what they believe and what they saw and what's at the club. Yeah. But then you get someone going, okay, well we just need to hold him here for a little bit longer. Oh shit, he could have played centres. But I think I think they said and to him, then, you can play in the centres. He and then, play fullback. And then drink water goes up and. Because Chad Townsend and he could probably be a great half with yep. Dearden, and he slots back at fullback. Yeah, you don't know, mate. All the great, you know, all the great sides have a, mm. they have a tendency of just holding on to players like yep. that. So that's not a Cowboys thing. That's just and plus, hey, as soon as you got the Redcliffe, yeah, right, they didn't see the potential too, right? Because you know what they did, upgraded him. Yeah, so you sign your new deal, right? He's like ten games into it. I mm. think he got an upgrade. Yeah, I think he's going okay as well. Um, yeah. Just to round out on the Cowboys, again, looking at that roster, that was Gordy's attempted to do the, the Hammer Shark celebration, oh, turn himself on, into on, a bird. On, that was terrible. Hold on, hold on. Yep. I played in the back row. I had to tackle for a living. <laughs> so you can't celebrate. You can't do a shit. My shoulders, okay. no. <laughs> mate, my shoulders and elbows. Okay. Look at it. Okay. Look at it. I've been hit by a fin, right, mate? Like, yeah. mate, I've been hit by a, like a propeller yeah, or something. There's some ugly things on your body. That one's right up there. Yeah, but, that's but not good. To, to finish on the Cowboys, again, looking at that roster, blokes like, Murray Taolangi, I think, is the best winger in the competition at the moment. you, you got Val yeah. Holmes in the form of his life. That back line is stacked. The forward pack's outstanding. Where can they finish? Can they go into the top eight and make a run? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do, but I still believe is their leader. Yeah. Like like I really do. Like, you know when you're going down the stretch and, yeah, all those young kids can play and they can. Yep. And, and we saw drink water, the game's on the line. Mm. He gets it. He goes across and scores. All that stuff's fantastic, but you need someone that's going to lead you. And I think yep. Tamalolo is still that guy. So, uh, and all those young guys can do their job and they mm. can get there, but you still need a leader. So, yes, there's no doubt if they get back to the form that they were in last year, yep. yeah, they're a top eight side. All right, plenty of reason to be excited if you are a Cowboys fan. That's it for today. Especially if you're on the sideline, call on <laughs> that, That's good fun to episode of Footy Talk. The journos will be in tomorrow. Gordy, always a pleasure, mate. Thank you. 